all right. What's up, everybody out there that's watching Team Osiris, Consul Sheshmu Amun. What's going on, everybody? Hope you are having a wonderful, wonderful afternoon. Yes, yes, yes. This is your one and only Consul Sheshmu Amun. And, you know, I haven't been on for a while. been really busy focusing on a lot of business endeavors. And I want to get some things going. And kind of do a special uh, presentation uh, for everybody. Uh, so sit back for a minute. I want to start off with a video. Um, in regards to capitalism. So sit back and relax, guys, and I'll be right back. Peace and power, and of course, love. Man, it's your one and only Kansu Sheshmu Amun. This particular episode, we're going to be talking about capitalism. That's right, becoming a capitalist. Regardless of what you think and whatever negative connotations you may have about it, you're going to be surprised about what capitalism is today. So sit back and relax, everybody. I'm going to play a short video, and then we're going to come back and we're going to break this down. Capitalism 101, becoming a capitalist. It's your boy Kansu Sheshmamu. Let's go. There's a chart I saw recently that I can't get out of my head. A Harvard business professor and economist asked more than 5,000 Americans how they thought wealth was distributed in the United States. This is what they said they thought it was. Dividing the country into five rough groups of the top, bottom, and middle three 20% groups, they asked people how they thought the wealth in this country was divided. Then he asked them what they thought was the ideal distribution. And 92%, that's at least 9 out of 10 of them, said it should be more like this. In other words, more equitable than they think it is. Now that fact is telling, admittedly, the notion that most Americans know that the system is already skewed unfairly. But what's most interesting to me is the reality compared to our perception. The ideal is as far removed from our perception of reality as the actual distribution is from what we think exists in this country. So ignore the ideal for a moment. Here's what we think it is again. And here is the actual distribution. Shockingly skewed. Not only do the bottom 20% and the next 20%, the bottom 40% of Americans barely have any of the wealth. I mean, it's hard to even see them on the chart, but the top 1% has more of the country's wealth than 9 out of 10 Americans believe the entire top 20% should have. Mind-blowing. But let's look at it another way, because I find this chart kind of difficult to wrap my head around. 
Instead, let's reduce the 311 million Americans to just a representative 100 people. Make it simple. Here they are. Teachers, coaches, firefighters, construction workers, engineers, doctors, lawyers, some investment bankers, a CEO, maybe a celebrity or two. Now let's line them up according to their wealth. Poorest people on the left, wealthiest on the right, just a steady row of folks based on their net worth. We'll color code them like we did before based on which 20% quintile they fall into. Now let's reduce the total wealth of the United States, which was roughly $54 trillion in 2009, to this symbolic pile of cash. And let's distribute it among our 100 Americans. Well, here's socialism, all the wealth of the country distributed equally. We all know that won't work. We need to encourage people to work and work hard to achieve that good old American dream and keep our country moving forward. So, here's that ideal we asked everyone about. Something like this curve. This isn't too bad. We've got some incentive as the wealthiest folks are now about 10 to 20 times better off than the poorest Americans. But hey, even the poor folks aren't actually poor since the poverty line has stayed almost entirely off the chart. We have a super healthy middle class with a smooth transition into wealth. And yes, Republicans and Democrats alike chose this curve. Nine out of 10 people, 92%, said this was a nice ideal distribution of America's wealth. But let's move on. This is what people think America's wealth distribution actually looks like. Not as equitable, clearly, but for me, even this still looks pretty great. Yes, the poorest 20 to 30% are starting to suffer quite a lot compared to the ideal, and the middle class is certainly struggling more than they were, while the rich and wealthy are making roughly 100 times that of the poorest Americans, and about 10 times that of the still healthy middle class. Sadly, this isn't even close to the reality. Here is the actual distribution of wealth in America. The poorest Americans don't even register. They're down to pocket change. And the middle class is barely distinguishable from the poor. In fact, even the rich between the top 10 and 20 percentile are worse off. Only the top 10% are better off. And how much better off? So much better off that the top 2 to 5% are actually off the chart at this scale. And the top 1%, this guy, well, his stack of money stretches 10 times higher than we can show. Here's his stack of cash, restacked, all by itself. This is the top 1% we've been hearing so much about. So much green in his pockets that I have to give him a whole new column of his own because he won't fit on my chart. 1% of America has 40% of all the nation's wealth. The bottom 80%? Eight out of every 10 people, or 80 out of these 100, only has 7% between them. And this has only gotten worse in the last 20 to 30 years. While the richest 1% take home almost a quarter of the national income today, in 1976, they took home only 9%, meaning their share of income has nearly tripled in the last 30 years. The top 1% own half the country's stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. The bottom 50% of Americans own only half a percent of these investments, which means they aren't investing. They're just scraping by. I'm sure many of these wealthy people have worked very hard for their money, 
But do you really believe that the CEO is working 380 times harder than his average employee? N not his lowest paid employee, not the janitor, but the average earner in his company. The average worker needs to work more than a month to earn what the CEO makes in one hour. We certainly don't have to go all the way to socialism to find something that is fair for hardworking Americans. We don't even have to achieve what most of us consider might be ideal. All we need to do is wake up and realize that the reality in this country is not at all what we think it is. So there we have it, guys. Um, that's a brief uh, introduction on talking about capitalism and how important, cap how important capitalism is. And a lot of people look at capitalism in a negative way because they think about the government. And you know how controlling the government is. But when I talk about being a capitalist, I talk about understanding the free market, understanding how important it is to take advantage of your financial situation and the situation that you're encumbered in. It's very important that you um, pay attention to your current situation. Now, when somebody like myself, I don't consider myself any better than anyone else. You know, I do research and I'm in the financial sector. I do that for a living. Um, I don't want you to just take what I say for face value. You know, research and proofread. Um, the things that I speak on. So let's talk about research. Um, some of the elements that create research. When we talk about the research process, um, if you look at the screen now, this is what um, one would use or seven steps to conducting proper research. Step one, you want to define the topic. Today, it's about Capitalism and it being a key, one of many keys, I'm sure everyone has their own opinions and methodologies, to black emancipation. I'm not saying it's the only key. Um, there's no one solution, especially to a systemic problem of oppression that black people go through in Northern America, Central and Southern Americas, and throughout the world. Um, step two, you want to narrow the topic. So I'm talking about capitalism but under the auspicity of black emancipation. And then you want to gather background information. I gave you a contemporary perspective in the short video that I showed you um, of another group that compiled information in regards to what being cap a capitalist is juxtaposed to the, to the actions of um, capitalism. Um, so you want to gather background information, contemporary information, um, source information, and then you want to create um, and research uh, the question on what is being said. And that's what I'm attempting to do. And then you want to find and evaluate the sources. So I'm actually going to be going into a presentation that I put together. And I'm going to provide source information so that you can actually research on your own. And that goes into step six, where I cite the sources that I'm using to substantiate the ideology that I'm bringing forward to you. And step seven is write the paper. Well, in this case, I'm just giving you a PowerPoint presentation. 
So this correlates to those seven steps that um, I'm encumbering everyone else to do. And the, the, these are my opinions on what I feel works out best and what would work out best um, when it comes to working and navigating in this economic structure. Understand that in this economic structure, this is what um, I'm alluding to. So let's let's get right into the meat of things. I don't want to really uh, meander and talk too much and add my you know <laughs> my two cents. I want to get right into the, to the content. So today it's about being a capitalist and a key to black emancipation. All right, and this is something that um, is grossly misunderstood. Um, by a lot of people because of that. And so the mission at hand is to enlighten the ideology of living as a capitalist in light of white supremacy and racism. So this just isn't a general understanding of what being a capitalist is. This is a specific, specified solution that I feel is one of the uh, many keys to our emancipation as black people. Um, when we look at history, contemporary history, socialist France has lost more than 60,000 millionaires since 2000, year 2000. And capitalists in the United States have gained 300,000 new millionaires in 2015 alone. So I want that to, I want you that to sink in for a minute for, you know, I'm following today's pop culture. This is a meme. And in our socialist culture today, we use memes a lot to express how we get our points across. So France, which is a socialist country, <laughs> they've lost 60,000 millionaires, yet our capitalist government has gained 300,000. So I want you to think about that. So when we talk about capitalism, we say that it is an economic system that relies on the private ownership of capital assets like businesses and money and investors' freedom to put money wherever they choose. Okay, and in addition... Prices, production levels, and asset distribution are left to the market and determined by competition and scarcity. So you can look up the definition. I provided a source um, for the term capitalism. Okay? And that's the source material in which I got this information and how I created and spoke my own dialectic in regards to it. Um, becoming a capitalist requires an investment of both your time and assets, as well as a change in mindset. It's all about your mental, everybody. It's about what, how you think about yourself um, in regards to finances and how you can be economic and how you utilize the finances that you come across. And that's the source information when it comes to capitalist Webster's Dictionary. You can go to, since we're in 2018, we use our computers for so many things, uh, MiriamWebster.com. So that's the link. Um, you can come back to my channel um, and find just... You know, look at this again because I'll, I'll leave it posted and you can get this information or you can write it down right now. This is the definition for the term capitalist. So you give I've given you two source informations for the term capitalism and capitalist. OK. So let, let's let's kind of disambiguate it even further. Capitalism versus being a capitalist. Well, capitalism is a political philosophy that advocates for free markets free of government intervention, and believes in self-regulating power of the market. This is what capitalism is supposed to promote. Well, a capitalist may or may not share these political views, but instead simply is one 
who invest capital in business interests. Now, why does this correlate to black emancipation? Because in lieu of a capitalistic government, we as capitalists have a right to precisely know what interest in business we want to support and invest in, i.e. black businesses, i.e. black business ventures. We can become capitalists within a capitalistic system, even though we share the same commonwealth. So this is about the mindset and how you understand how to change our system of white supremacy and oppression by changing our mindset and becoming capitalists within this capitalistic system. Now, that doesn't mean that we're settling for this system because we can ultimately change the capitalistic system to a social system. But we first need to maintain a system of justice and be able to justify our actions of emancipation. So that's why it's very important that we understand being a capitalist within a capitalistic system. So that is a capitalist, and let me further you know, disambiguate, or disambiguate, which means clear up, can believe in socialism or communism or any other political or economic system while still taking advantage of the free market to further their own interests. So that's basically what I talked about just a few minutes ago. Just basically understanding that the moves that you make financially have a purpose and a plan when you understand the system that you're in. If you're using um, United States dollars and money of such, then you are in a capitalist system whether you like it or not. So one thing about being a capitalist is you have to believe in yourself. Let's, let's, let's come with some solutions here. I'm not just going to ramble on with a bunch of useless facts. Let's just talk about the, the, the foundation of being a capitalist. You have to believe in yourself. So capitalism allows anyone with an amount of capital, no matter how small, to grow that capital and improve their position in life. Okay? That's the number one goal of a capitalist. So when we look at our neighborhoods, our impoverished neighborhoods, the unequal, unequal actions of political people and servants, public servants, such as police officers, the things that go on in our neighborhoods are definitely direct correlations to not having a capitalist mindset. So anyone can escape from a life of dependence on wages and start making their money work for them. Anyone can do that. Um, we're not regulated to just governmental control if we choose to understand what cap how capitalism works. So in order to make your business ideas come to fruition, you have to believe in the capitalist system and in yourself. Um, <clears throat> this uh, link that you see is about uh, how to become a capitalist. No matter what size it'll be, your life becomes your business. It's a really good article. Uh, check it out when you have the opportunity. Here's the link right here. Um, it's, really, it's really insightful. So think of yourself as a company. Start thinking of yourself as an actual company. And being a capitalist requires a fundamental change in the way that you think about yourself. Instead of thinking of yourself as a part of a business or the owner of one, Think of yourself as the business. So, so kind of put, make yourself the asset. Make yourself the commodity. Change your mentality around the scope of business. And use the assets available to you, including both physical assets and your skills and expertise to produce income in the most efficient way possible. This is important because now you're starting to create an economic structure within your capitalistic commonwealth. So when money starts coming in, 
no matter what level it is, if you work a nine to five or if you're an entrepreneur, you have the proper capitalist mindset to create an efficient economic engine that has a specific goal of black emancipation attached to it. So grow your own potential value and network by investing in yourself, such as in education and networking. You know, build a personal brand and work to gain brand recognition for yourself. So it's about selling yourself. You know, we get told that entrepreneurism is about owning a business. No, it's about you being the business and you employing people to be the same. That's when you know you're an entrepreneur. Being an owner-operator means that if you're sick, the business is sick. And that businesses don't flourish that way. And that's why we have to change that mentality. So reduce your own debts. Try to build your assets over time by shifting how you view yourself. You can turn around your finances and begin to grow your wealth. So um, this is a really good link on how to become a capitalist. Um, it really has a lot of good um, ideas on capitalism and how to employ being a capitalist in your everyday life. So check that link out. It's really powerful. Um, know the benefits of capital investments. Now we're going to start talking about capital investments once we have the mindset in place. Um, capital investment frees you from dependence on wages and can earn money with less effort on your part. So you can earn more money with less effort if you really understand how to properly invest. And in this series, I'm going to go into how to invest in stocks or what stocks to invest in um, in this series. Because people have been asking me just time and time again to um, kind of talk about this. So I'm going to do the best I can to bring that series to you. I'm going to do the best I can. Um, by putting your money into appreciating on what is called growing assets, you're not just earning money to spend, but instead you, you're creating a cycle of growth. So you're not just earning money, but you're perpetuating, <clears throat> excuse me, your money growing on a constant rate. Okay. So in this cycle, you earn money from working on your business or holding your assets, and then you reinvest that earned money to grow the value of your business or assets. So that's that perpetual thing that I'm talking about. And if we had a commonwealth and community of people doing the same thing, we start investing in the, in the development and restructuring of the black culture, whether it be whatever religion you practice, whether it be the um, social relations of the adults and people and children in your community, making sure that we raise our families properly because we're sharing in each other's wealth and development. And it's specific to our, to our needs not to anyone outside of us. So that, that's, that's vital. Um, any work you do is not just for wages, but also to increase the value of your assets. Um, so the things that I'm speaking on, you can actually see, uh, 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 go to this article, this link, and it actually talk about some of the things that I'm paraphrasing. I'm not speaking verbatim, word for word. These are my opinions, but as you read it, you'll understand exactly where I'm coming from. But I try to provide source information instead of me just rambling on and not having any um, evidence to support what I'm talking about. So um, just check that out. It's, it's, it's a really, really good site, man. Um, be open to opportunities. You know, you want to kind of be open to different opportunities and be creative. 
Um, one thing that I did is create a mastermind alliance. Those are groups. You can create mastermind groups. Groups of you that are dedicated to progress, specific types of progress. It may be 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 of you. You organize those groups and you create that mastermind alliance so that you come together and come up with ideas to be progressive within your construct. And these things can stop, start neighborhood to neighborhood. It doesn't have to be major, wide-scale things. I did have someone ask me just this morning in my inbox to do a presentation on how to open up a credit union, how anyone in the neighborhood can actually start the credit union. And that's going to be pretty lengthy. I'm going to try my best to put that together because I know that the community could definitely use it and give you guys tips on how to build credit unions and actually how to... Um, insure them and be able to even um, offer financial opportunities to people in your neighborhoods. Um, instead, you know, you want to branch out into new areas, you know, where possible. I just said that, um, especially if you think that they'll be very profitable. So you want to look at things like cryptocurrency. You want to look at the real estate market. You want to look at stocks, um, commodities, <clears throat> um, gold and silver, things like that. You want to look at different aspects of investment to bring power to your pur your purchasing power to your money. Um, you don't want to be pigeonholed into one process because there's not no one answer to your finances. It really isn't. It's more so how economic you are with the money that you receive. So this will not only increase your income but also protect you from market fluctuations. And that's exactly what I mean. I kind of put it in layman terms without using all the, you know, the jargon of market fluctuations. But that means that let's say you put all your money in real estate, then the real estate market bottoms out. Guess what? You lose all your money. So you want to diversify what is called your financial portfolio. You want to diversify that by having your money in different type of markets. Um, and let's talk about acquiring capital, which is money. You want to save your money. So in order to be a capitalist, you need some capital to invest. So you don't need a lot of it, but you need something to get started. And I'm also going to, this series is going to kind of be ongoing. I don't have a lot of time, guys. I'm going to try to do the best to be as efficient as I can. Please don't hold me to it. I have so much on my plate. But um, I'm going to do a quick um, presentation on how to save money. Okay? That's really, really important. Um, if you weren't lucky enough to be born with money, and I know I wasn't, um, you can still work diligently to save your income and earn enough money to invest in capital. So don't be intimidated by that. You don't need a lot of money. It's your methodology, it's your progress, and it's your planning. And being efficient, i.e. economic, in your ways and means of acquiring capital. So don't be intimidated, guys. Quite simply, you need to carefully watch your income and expenses. If you know what you're bringing in, don't outlive your means. Be disciplined with it. It's a mental game here. It's all about mindset, and that's why I talked about that earlier. Making sure that you're saving as much as possible, and you need not spend beyond your means. So you have to create a discipline and move forward in that life. Um, try setting a goal and making a budget to help you reach that goal in a set amount of time. And you know that's what, and not to be redundant, but that's what. Um, I'm speaking of, um, and, and how to be a, capital, a capitalist, the same link that I provided earlier, really gives you great insight on what I'm speaking of. 
um, cut down your taxes, when you start getting to um, becoming a capitalist, you start operating in the auspicity of being a company or an LLC. And I'll, I'll go into that in another presentation. But um, a capitalist knows that paying their tax burden and staying within the bounds of the law is a necessary civic duty. Now, before I move forward further, if you're really enjoying this presentation, you see that there's so much more that needs to be taught. And I only have so much time. Like, comment, subscribe to my channel. Share this video. Leave comments saying, hey, Kansu, man, I need keep doing what you're doing. I need another episode on understanding how to cut down on my taxes. I want to know how to save money. Give me feedback so I know what I need to produce to help y'all. Because I'm really here to try to help you guys and do my part um, in helping black emancipation. I'm not the only key. I'm pretty sure everyone listening has their own uh, method and process to bring to the table. And we can all work together. So like, comment, and subscribe, guys. And promote this positive information. This is great information that um, people can really learn from. Okay? Um, and it doesn't mean that you should accept your tax burden as is. It's always, you know, always be on the lookout for the ways to reduce your taxable income and taxes on you. Um, you know, reductions can be made using tax credits or deductions, um, expensing everything you possibly can. And for businesses, capitalizing assets over several years. You know, and there's the link information that supports this claim that I'm speaking of. It's a lot of information um, on this how to be a capitalist site, guys. It's going to be overwhelming. But I guarantee you're going to appreciate this information that I'm giving to you. And the information I'm giving to you is within a five-year uh, span. When you're doing research and gathering information, anything older than five years is really subject to being um, dated. So that's another thing, too, because finances change um, all the time. So you really want to stay on top of that. So another method is buying securities. And I talked about this earlier. Stocks, bonds, mutual funds, things like that, that appreciate in value or they return a steady income, okay? And that's what I meant by diversifying your portfolio. Um, depending on the nature of the security, you can get started by researching each type of asset and determining where your money can earn the most for you. And this is why research is important. This is why I gave you the seven elements of research on how to effectively research and get the best um, rate of return for your investment. Um, you may want to invest in capital assets. Now, capital assets are those assets, for instance, a piece of production equipment or a commercial vehicle that can be used to produce income. So a commercial vehicle is like an 18-wheeler truck, a tractor trailer. And you may want to invest in that because it'll bring products in. So it just depends on your... your um, your goal and your personal plan. Um, owning these assets is the foundation of being a capitalist. So use them to earn income and then use the income to purchase more of them. Okay? And this is the um, Investopedia, which is a really great site, guys. Um, it talks about capital assets. So definitely look at this link. Get you some brain food. I'm telling y'all. <laughs> Um, typically, these assets require a large initial investment. However, you can use various types of financing to reduce the immediate cost to you down to a very low amount, or in some cases, nothing. So again, this is not about being intimidated. This is about education. 
if we educate ourselves as black people, we can truly, truly be progressive. You know, education is really a key to progression and movement. Um, create value. You know, in the 21st century, the definition of capital has been expanded. It's not what it used to be. So it includes a lot of abstract ideas and intangible values. You can create value by simply coming up with a good idea. You convince others of, of the value of that idea without actually putting in or earning any money. This is why you have things like social media, Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram. You can create value out of so many things, guys. Um, think of companies like Snapchat or Facebook that created a tremendous amount of value without earning any money for a long period of time. Um, they started with a good idea and then worked to prevent that idea. And eventually earning billions of dollars from that, from, uh, from the effort. So, and let's look at these bill, these bill points. Think about ideas that could create social, cultural, or human capital. Maybe consider ways to improve people's well-being or productivity. These are some of the things that I really believe will help when it comes to, to black emancipation. Take advantage of the far-reaching powers of the internet. Spread your idea and get people behind it. Start using the internet as a means of social exchange. Very, very um, important. As your idea develops, work towards, towards turning it into a capital-producing business. It may not start off that way, but once you start promoting it and bringing people in, 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 into a mastermind alliance with your idea, you will be amazed at the development. And again, there is a link associated with this that will help you even get further understanding of what I'm telling you. This is just what I took from it. So this is stuff that I'm putting in my plain words, i.e. layman's terms. But you may get um, a better understanding than even me. You may see it from a different perspective, and it may be effective for you. And that's why I'm, I'm, I'm also leaving source information. When someone is, is giving you information, always check the source. Ask them, is this your personal opinion? Is it consensus? Is it a particular source? So that you can critically examine the information. It's not about debunking or getting someone upset because you don't believe what they're saying. You're just being critical of the information that's being assimilated. That is extremely important. That is something that, as black people, we have to start accepting being critical of one another. It's not, it's not a sign of disrespect. It's really a sign of respect that you want to make sure that you're getting pertinent information. Um, <clears throat> so growing your capital, it's one thing to get the capital, then it's about growing your capital. So basically growing your business. So if your primary business operations are up and running, you may want to look into growth options. Okay. So in addition to increasing profitability, the sales volumes in your primary options you can expand to new areas, create and market new products, or look to attract a new type of customer. Um, this was actually in a Ford magazine, and I thought it was real, real um, insightful. And I think you'll really benefit from this. And like I said, man, this the information that I'm giving is really a gem. And I really hope that everybody takes advantage of this stuff. Um, and income streams. So look, how to, look for areas outside of your primary business operations where you can make money. This is what a capitalist does. You capitalize on any, any means legally that can obtain you money. 
and then you centralize that into a commonwealth, and then you you give it a purpose. And we allocate this capital is going to have a purpose. Um, maybe you can teach a skill in your spare time or write a guide to help others. Do something that you know how to do. Like right now, I know finance. I have my own financial company. I have two companies, which is Assurance Enterprises LLC that deals in uh, real estate. And then I have Aboriginal Consulting, which is my um, consulting company. And so I knew that this is something that I learned from another job. I would actually work for a lady union. And I had no idea that I'd be in the financial sector, even the labor union. <clears throat> but I find myself doing that. And so I created um, streams of income by, by thinking alternatively. Um, adding to your personal income streams can give you an extra cushion in case your primary business goes south. And this is so true. And it can also provide you with additional money to reinvest in assets. And this is vital in becoming a capitalist because you want to protect your main income. You may even have a job. Don't think that you, you get, you're boxed in because you have a job. Let that paycheck become um, a means for you to emancipate from that job eventually. Because then you put yourself in a free market. If you had to sell shoe strings, if you got to sell suspenders, if it nets an income, then you, you it could be respected. Um, you also want to watch the market because you always want to be on the lookout for changing moves of your customers and trends in the market at large. Now, I want you to think about this as an emancipationist. We're trying to emancipate our, pe emancipate our people, um, emancipate our people. And think about what black people consume. Um, our GDP is at 1.4 trillion, yet we pull less than a half percent of that GDP. Now, we invest in electronics, we invest in hair care products, we invest in athletic wear, things of that nature, yet we don't benefit from it. Because we don't produce it, nor do we sell it to each other. We buy it from a different um, producer, and then the money leaves our communities. So we have to be willing to change. We have to be willing to change our mindset and start really precisely dealing with business that affects and benefits us. So make changes to your way of doing business if they become outdated. And I told you about keeping up with those trends. So constantly seek out new ways to increase your, pro your profitability, diversify, which I talked about earlier. Take advantage of new technology or reach new market segments. So read up on business developments in newspaper magazines specific to your industry. And if I'm being redundant about a lot of things, guys, um, it's because um, I really, really want you to understand this. So I really hope that you, you, you really... Um, appreciated, you know, what I showed, and um, you, you gained some knowledge and understanding of uh, capitalism, because it's a very, very powerful tool when used effectively. It can be extremely powerful, um, and it, it, it's a wonderful thing uh, to embrace capitalism, and don't be swayed by a lot of social political opinions on this government that we live in in the United States. This is all about a mindset, everybody. So let's let's just make sure that we understand that and we take advantage of this knowledge. Um, so this was direct and to the point. Um, you know, this is your one and only Consul Shashmore Moon. I appreciate 
the time that you took to listen to this information. Replay this, like, comment, and subscribe. This is some powerful, powerful information. I hope you guys really appreciate it. Um, you know, it's been a pleasure um, bringing this information to you. Be peaceful and be powerful, y'all. Peace.